There's a live lovely loudy loudy lumps. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. And it's time for episode number 219 of Video Games Hot Dog, that old Kentucky podcast. Are we 219 proof? Mm-hmm. Is that a Kentucky Happy Derby birthday. joke? Birthday. No. Okay. Just no, making I sure. I just thought it was an old Kentucky podcast <clears throat> kind of night. I don't, I don't do horse jokes. <laughs> At all? Lips that touch horse jokes do not touch mine. Gosh. Huh. So you don't kiss anyone who makes horse jokes? I, I said that. I don't know if I, bl- I can back it up. Okay. I, I, I might have kissed somebody who makes horse jokes. I, you know. You, so you've never made a horse joke? Well, I've never kissed myself. Like a horse walks into a bar and the bartender says, why the long face? And the horse says, oh, man, oh I, make the, I say that why the long face joke all the fucking time. Yeah. Everybody hates me. Yeah, so you can't kiss yourself. No, but you can't I, practice kissing yourself in the mirror. Oh. Like a, like a tween. Well, my mirror, my reflection doesn't say anything. My reflection is utterly silent. Hmm. How do you how do you know? Maybe you're the one who's silent, and your reflection is the one talking. Well, Ooh. in that case, it's okay for the reflection to kiss me, but not vice versa. Does your reflection dream that it's a butterfly, Jim? I hope so. I don't dream of anything. There's just there's a lot of philosophical conundrums that I'm. Yeah, it's someone, what if you had a video of yourself telling a horse joke? Would it be okay to kiss that? Kiss the video? Yeah. Because it is talking. The, the, if would you, okay, would you say that you if there's like a, rec- a VHS tape? Yeah, or like, like if a, you have a VHS tape right. of you telling a joke, would you say that that thing is talking more than your reflection in a mirror is talking? Colloquially, yeah. But it doesn't have lips, so I can't kiss it anyway. Cool, but you can kiss the screen. You can kiss the point where the representation of the lips occurs. Or you can I mean, that's all the tape. That's right, all that that's real lips thinking. are. As anyway, right? They're just they're just representations of lips in your brain. Yeah, you don't know. You can never really kiss. Somebody. I'm I'm projecting these lips. You from, are. Yeah, it's like ventriloquism. So are you saying you can't exactly. kiss a watermelon? What? Huh? <laughs> I mean, you might say you wouldn't kiss a watermelon, but you can't kiss something. No, that I would doesn't kiss a watermelon. Lips. You can. I, I would totally kiss a watermelon. Yeah. I would carve lips into the watermelon fruit. Oh, wow, you could, you could probably carve some really nice lips into a watermelon. In, or into a VHS tape. <laughs> it's just not legal to marry it yet. You'd really have to, like, bas-relief the whole no, thing the if you were going to get lips out of the soft my part of there. the watermelon. Would, <laughs> just live with a VHS tape for ten years, and then legally, <laughs> we're married. Oh, man. Does that mean that I'm married to every object I've owned for more than ten years? I, I think so. Hmm. I would have to consult a lawyer. I'm pretty sure you don't live with a lawyer for 10 years. Do you have to live with a lawyer for 10 years before you can consult with him? (laughs) Well, no, if you live with a lawyer for 10 years, they have to provide law for you for free. (laughs) Provide law. I think that's what lawyers do. (laughs) It's all law flows from them. Who's going to go to jail if you can get the law for free? I mean, really. What what about other people that appear on the video on the tape? Do you you own their image rights? By proxy, are you kissing all of them? I'm, I'm married to all of them. Okay. So, like... Why not kiss him? Why not kiss him? <laughs> I, I have to imagine, like, I'm really curious how much of the, like, the listener base is, is like, finding this amusing and how much is just, just like, horrified. when are these guys going to fucking get to the podcast? <laughs> this doesn't have to make it to the podcast. I mean, no, this yeah. could be edited No, no, this has to be. <laughs> this has to oh, go yeah, out I'm there. I'm not going to get rid of quality footage <laughs> like this. 
What if somebody wants to kiss the podcast later? They need to hear us talking about this so they can't get a lips erection. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we've been doing this for like what over four years now. Is that that's what like yeah this this terrible conversation? <laughs> yes, <laughs> four <laughs> years long. Seems like it droned on and on. Have you guys been doing anything interesting? Uh, I got a I got a blister. Okay, <clears throat> how that's pretty good? Did you get it? Uh, rock climbing. Oh. Very well, thanks. <laughs> uh, I watched a bunch of Doctor Who. The what? What era? Wow! Did the, Lego Dimensions become your gateway into Doctor Who? Yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Wow. The um the the newer ones. The I started with season one of the new Doctor Who. I haven't been watching every episode. I got like a best of list. Yeah, is that the one with the guy from Twenty Eight Days Later? I never actually saw Twenty Eight Days Later, but that—that's the thing. Actually, that's it. Turned out that um, I'm really enjoying it because I always had just assumed that it was just sci-fi, and I kind of ignored it because I don't—I don't need more media to watch. I already have too much, but um, I've always sort of not liked horror because the horror I'm used to largely tends to be like American horror, like slasher films and Friday the 13th and gore and so on. And I just think that's dumb, but mm -hmm. I do really like horror that is really weird and imaginative and creative. Like, like the, the American horror series that I like are Hellraiser and Phantasm. Which Hellraiser has like a really interesting mythology, lore, yeah. mythology yeah, that lore. like that's, they touch on for like two minutes each film. Yeah, that's what I like. I like lore and mythology and unanswered yeah. questions. And it yeah. turns out Doctor Who is not just science fiction. It's uh, most of the episodes are are have horror elements to them, if not just entirely horror stories. And it's yeah. all really weird and interesting and creative. Uh, concepts. So I'm I'm super digging it. Christopher yeah. Eccleston is who I'm thinking of. Yes, oh, yeah. that's the, Eccleston, the the first yeah. Doctor of the new series. Wait, he was in Twenty Eight Days Later. I thought so, but I don't know how to forward search on a Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna forward you uh, a yes. link riff to a thing called uh, the Dianea House. What is that? Which is a cool sort of 2004 era internet horror thing that i think you will dig oh groovy um i just i was just introduced to it uh the other day and it's pretty rad yeah christopher eccleston was like the leader of the <clears throat> army base that they find in 28 days later okay. he's pretty good yeah. he's a lot uh, different of a doctor than i was expecting because i've seen like a little bit of the the old doctor who's like maybe half a dozen episodes on pbs when i was a kid and so i'm used to the idea of like uh, uh, what uh, Tom Baker with like the big scarf and and these just eccentrically yeah. dressed guys, Ooh. but the Tomb Acre would be a really good uh, <laughs> name for like a spooky area <laughs> the, in a video. The tomb game. Baker, <laughs> just <laughs> bakes the tombs for you. But yeah, the, the the Eccleston Doctor is he just has this leather jacket. He's real straightforward. He's really funny, but uh, he doesn't he doesn't initially 
seem like the original doctors so it's but that's what it takes to be relatable is a leather jacket no not that not you could that, also be a guy who wears a hat i'm not saying that makes him relatable i'm just saying it, may, it he seems different than the other guys because his costume is much more straightforward so like indiana jones the fawns and Christopher Eccleston are the people that you would characterize as most different from the 60s Doctor Who. Is Han yes. Solo wearing a leather yes. jacket? No, he has a vest. He's wearing like a velour vest. Velour? A voluptuous <laughs> velour vest. He might as well be wearing a leather jacket. Well, you just think that because of Indiana Jones. Maybe. The Before Stephen Moffat took over that show, this Doctor Who... He was, he was, uh, he wrote all the best episodes of it. Yeah. And I think when he took over in season five, was it? I, I think I've the, like yet. him, the, the, the show as a whole got better, but you stopped getting those really good, like oh, punctuation. Yeah. Things. Like I, I, and it's not good enough now for me to want to watch it, but I really liked getting like one, Pretty good sci-fi horror-ish movie a year, written by Stephen Moffat, which was basically what it was. Did yeah. did he write bl- the episode Blink? He wrote Blink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a really good episode. Oh, the Time yeah. Sweeper. Yeah. Blinks, Blinks, the Time Sweeper was written by <laughs> Stephen Moffat. Yeah. Is Blink a thing that you can watch in isolation? In isolation, yes. absolutely. Yes. Okay. There's very little actual Doctor in there. I when they relaunched Doctor Who with Christopher Eccleston in 2005, I was like, "Oh, I should see about this. This seems like a thing nerds are excited about." And I watched the first episode, and it I found it so off-puttingly stupid that I you know, the have the not watched anything ever. The again. Episode list, <laughs> no, no the episode shows. list I have, or like the guide that <laughs> or, says, or like, real life. Here are the important ones, and here are the good ones. Straight up says, "Don't bother watching the first one. Start hmm. if you want to watch all of them. Start with the second one. But we advise you just." go by this list of and it's like the list of the best episodes and also the episodes that are important for like the ongoing narrative arcs right and i've just been watching those and also like all of them that all of the other episodes that have daleks in them because i think that's <laughs> oh, yeah. to find like some sort of trustworthy episode guide for star trek the next generation hmm. oh yeah like i think max temkin made one that people have spoken highly of Because I like the idea of seeing all of the important episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't like the idea of of dying before I've watched every episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, which is what What? would happen if I tried to watch all of them. What are the important, or what are the, like, what would that list? I don't know, the good ones. Yeah. You need Darmok and Jalad. And the ones You need the one where there's multiple wharfs. The one where Picard lives that entire flute life. That was good. I like that Flute life, yeah. Yeah. Um... I like the ones that hint at the sort of like precursors and the the traveler oh, the episode. Oh, the yeah, like data data being encoded DNA. in DNA. Yeah. yeah, not data like data. <laughs> the, and although in a deterministic universe, technically data was the result the of the encoding of the DNA, right? Yeah. Yep. So let's have that episode again, guys. <laughs> what are you been up to, Jim? Uh, I did some um. I recorded some more FMV for uh, for video games. Okay. Yesterday. Cool. I, I guess I shouldn't talk at all about that. Yeah, you shouldn't. Why uh, Why is it called FMV? Like, why is it not just called V? Um, they didn't want you to get confused with that I miniseries from comes, the 80s. 
Yeah, I think this comes from like 90s era CD games where full motion is like the selling point. As what is to what? As, yeah, what is it in contrast to though? Uh just like, video. Like shitty motion video, like <laughs> partial motion video. SMV. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, well, Super uh, Mario like, I, I Brothers. The video that's just the same frame over and over again, or, or prompting like, you to ask, "Why is this even video?" Or like some animated gifs where like a quarter of the frame moves, oh, so and like the rest mist. of it's stationary. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like I don't a know. Surrealistic a, adventure that will become a, your world. <laughs> it's exa- yeah, that's exactly what you don't want. Yeah, I, uh, I've just been using that term because it evokes mad dog mccree basically okay. um, do you think there was ever a i want to do all the time fmv game called mad dong mccree i don't well there is now <laughs> yeah you just invented it uh what's a uh, the 69th guest uh-huh. wow. uh what's another uh sewer shark boners <laughs> hmm um I'm trying to think of other FMV games. Mist uh, of Semen. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's a little on the nose. Uh, Sherlock Holmes Fornicating Detective. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought in my head that that sounded more like consulting. Okay, right? yeah. Oh, but, oh, oh. Uh, okay. Night Tramp. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, that's actually really good. There you go. What's the original? Night Trap. Night Trap. Night Trap. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> We need to find a list. All right. Do, do we actually need to? Yes. This is- <laughs> list of FMV games. He googled. All right. There's Mad Dog McCree, which we already got. Uh-huh. There's Thayer's Quest. No. Uh, the Beast Within, a Gabriel Knight story. That That's already. Uh, the Beast Within Gabriel Knight. Okay. Yeah. There you go. The uh, Beast Voyeur. with two backs. In- Ooh, the Beast Within. <laughs> is, is, is it called Voyeur? Because that just works by Yeah, itself. Voyeur just works. Yeah. Uh, time Traveler. Um. Hmm. Drag Dragon's Lair. L a y e r. Okay. Uh. Phantasmagoria. Mm, Phantasmagorgasmica. <laughs> doesn't. Uh, that yeah, doesn't. Phantasmagorgia. Okay. All there right. you go. Yeah. Star Wars Rebel Assault. <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems pretty good, just like that. Yeah, I think that's that's fine. <laughs> Who shot Johnny Rock? Uh, who shot Johnny Cock? Oh, there you oh. Go. not Johnny's rocks off. Yeah, who got Johnny's rocks off? Road Blaster, uh, Chode Blaster, <laughs> Time Gal. That one just kind of yeah, works. Yeah. Any Time Gal? Slam City with Scotty Pippen. Wow, what? What <laughs> in the world? Yeah, I don't know if I trust Google's list of. Uh, let's see, Police Quest SWAT. I'm going to go Police Quest Twat. Or Police Quest Vice Squad. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain? Uh, Isn't that animated? Yeah, it's on this list. This is what I'm saying. This list is of dubious provenance. You probably used video. It just says video games frequently mentioned on the web. You said you watched Hackers recently. There's a game here called oh, yeah. Burn Cycle. Oh, which, uh, Burn Cycle was great. Soundtrack wait, really? was awesome. Yeah. I listened to the CD like over and over. I totally believe that Burn Cycle is good in the same way that Hackers the movie is good. Yes. Yes. What is Burn Cycle about? Uh, 
hacking? Yeah, kind of. This guy is it's it's sort of like the plot of Johnny Mnemonic, except uh, with dumb puzzles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Including one situation where the main character is his bank is apparently run by a golden Buddha, and you have to solve a sliding tile puzzle before you can get access to your bank account. <laughs> I mean, I could see that being like you decide that that's what you want your authentication to be like a puzzle. So boring. Only you would Basel Basel. <laughs> only it. you would, only you and Tom Bosley could solve it <laughs> together. It's like the key is to launch the nukes. You and Tom Bosley have to simultaneously solve a tile puzzle. <laughs> Like, wow, I really ju- I just want a cup of coffee. I really wish that I hadn't made this my pin. <laughs> hmm. Wait, Do you, you have s- to launch the nukes to get a cup of coffee? Well, they're not just going to give it to you. Right. It needs to be a credible threat. Right, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> do you guys want to uh, do you guys want to do some listeners mails? Sure. Please. Yeah. Winter Bay writes to Kevin. At least one book where a race has only one word is in Wings by Terry Pratchett in which a race of frogs has only one word for everything and that is mip mip. I doubt if that's what you were thinking of. It, it wasn't. I, it might just be og. I mean, look, like that I that just jogged my memory. Wasn't there um, a pen and paper role playing game called yeah, that's the one where you the players are only allowed to know some like, like very small yeah, number of like words. Three words off of a list. And like if you have the super intelligent trait, you can have like four words. Yeah. Secret the secret world of Og. Okay. Uh yeah. I believe that they can only say the word Og. Yep. Yep, that was it. Thank you for totally jogging my memory. That was jogging your memory. Mm. Uh, Spencer says, what are your favorite games to play with standard D6 dice? Pokemon. King of Tokyo. They're not standard D6s. Yahtzee is... Yeah, Yahtzee's pretty 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 good. I had a handheld electronic Yahtzee game, like like a monopurpose LCD game. That was pretty fun. Oh man, I remember those. You were the, just sort of chasing score. The like the Yahtzee cups were like the it was like a leather cup with a felt interior, and the bottom would be would snap off, and that was just like a, there was a compartment underneath that held the dice, and so you could take them out, snap that back on, and then like use the cup to shake the dice and put them on the table. That was that was really satisfying. I don't like that because it's too noisy. Really? Yeah, it makes a show of it. I don't. I don't need to be ostentatious with my dice playing. I just want a little LCD screen. Or just if the noise was better, not just a bunch of plastic clattering. You haven't made like a chainsaw noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, or like sound just a, or, or, like, or like baking, really, bacon frying, a breaking, really long breaking fart. Glass. Uh huh. What if the Mowing dice sounds. were actually those? Um, <laughs> those like meditation balls that had chimes in them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like those. I don't. I have a set of those. I don't know where they went. I should bring them to San Francisco, I have, where I meditate a lot. I have multiple a lot sets balls. that I'm, I think are probably in my storage unit. Hmm. We should get all of them and make a ball pit out of those. Oh, <laughs> That'd be wow. really uncomfortable because they're yeah. like made of like bakelite or yeah. something. Like they're really hard. It'd be like a ball pit filled with pool balls. <laughs> wow, that would be really uncomfortable. They're just like jump in, kids, <laughs> crunch. So then it's like, oh, and now it's filled with pool balls and teeth. 
Oh, because they went head first. Who jumps into a ball pit head first? Kids. That's not a good idea, even in a regular ball pit. Yeah, you really don't want your face in contact with a ball pit. No, like in fact, like I don't want any part of me in contact with a ball pit that's been that's not just been just been like created for the express purpose of me entering it. We had a we had a room at my fraternity house in college that was uh, filled with about. Two and a half, three feet of little foam blocks. Uh huh. So it's kind of like a ball pit. Uh, yeah. There's like a telephone. There's like a telephone in there, so you could just like sort of like hang out in there and be on the phone. This <laughs> is back when cell phones were not a thing that everybody had, right? Right. So you had yeah. A landline. But you could use that phone to call the toilet <clears throat> to see if you, you could. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there, uh, one of my fraternity brothers uh, decided to be a fun prank to like bury himself under there so that he could like grab somebody the next person that came he waited two and a half hours before somebody actually <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was an, uh, an impressive feat of uh of patience i i thought this story was going to be that someone did a cannonball in there and killed him or something no no and then they just left his skeleton in there right it's funny because it's it's also made of foam yeah so did did you ever wash the foam Nah, not really. So there was, there were like, we had a couple of rules in the house, like no, so it was no sex in the foam room, uh-huh. no champagne in the sex room. <laughs> we didn't actually have a sex no, room. No. Yeah, I don't believe you. But you, you could, you could just have a room, call a room the sex room. And, sure, you could. You know, it's not yeah. that hard. I mean, really, what was prohibition if not declaring the entirety of the United States <laughs> the sex room and saying no champagne in the sex room? Sure. F writes, Jim, how can we fund an upgrade for your gaming PC? Watching your Dark Souls playthrough makes me hurt inside for you. Yeah, um, skip ahead a couple episodes where I realized that if I have the vertical and horizontal resolution, it'll run basically at 30 hertz. Um, does that does that equation hold? So if you have it again, it will run at 60 hertz? Probably it would run at 120. Okay, oh, right. Yeah, okay. Well, so I, um, I'm, I am using DS Fix to... Reduce the resolution. DS Fix also has the functionality of uncapping the frame rate because it's capped at 30 normally. Mm. Uh, but I did not choose to do that because, like, it when you do that, it also has, like, sometimes when you go down a ladder, you just fall through the floor. Yeah, I was going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, no, but it would also, like, reduce the, uh, the uh, you know... I forget how. What was I gonna say? I had a totally. I totally had a full sentence in my head. Isn't there something when I weird about that? that? Like the timing, the boss, like the defenses against boss attacks and stuff like that. That's gets harder the more frames you have. In I, Dark Souls Two, unless they fixed it, there was a bug running around for a while. In that, if you were playing sixty frames per second, your weapons would degrade twice as fast because it was oh, linked okay. to frames instead. Oh, that's of funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have a couple of episodes like of me running around Sen's Fortress at literally probably three frames a second. Um, like and a PowerPoint presentation. It was pretty bad. And I didn't realize like at the time how bad it was because I remembered like, oh, yeah, it's Dark Souls sucks on my machine. But I hadn't played in a year, so I didn't have anything to compare it to. And the reason it was play, it was that bad was that um, I was... I had just updated DS Fix, and the new DS Fix like defaults to 1080p hmm. uh, internal resolution. Um, and you were also running SETI at home, not in nice mode. <laughs> right. Yes, I was searching for uh, 
for patterns in the gamma radiation in our atmosphere. Um, and so I have like an also then an episode in there where I realize, oh, wait, I could set it back to 720p and then it runs at like only as crappy as it used to run, which was like 12 frames a second. And then I realized I could even set it even lower than that. So I have it running now at like not SD, um, not SD aspect ratio, but roughly SD resolution, which comes out fine in YouTube. You know, it doesn't need to be that great quality. How few pixels do you think you could have on screen and actually play that game meaningfully? Hmm. I could go pretty low, I think. 30? I was going to say like two by three. Would that, would that be playable? <laughs> Man, probably not. Um, you still have the whole color space to represent. Sure. Yeah. I, I bet, I bet you could, like, it, I could, I bet I could play through an area I knew against enemies I knew at, you know, like 80 pixels high. Okay. Probably. I don't think that would be too hard. Maybe even lower than that. Maybe even like, what was the, what was the resolution of the low res mode on the Apple II? That was like, 40 by 50 or something like it was some weird like the, the pixels were were like half chunky yeah, yeah they were weird they were like twice wide, as wide they were yeah. high didn't wasn't that also true on the atari i didn't really get there it was like there was like one mode where they were like wide pixels the the 800 or i don't remember yeah low res was 40 by 40 but because the screen was wider than it was tall right the pixels were like I, although i don't remember the pixels being screen aspect ratio i do roughly huh i would have thought they were wider oh they are because it's not the whole screen oh. it's 40 by 40 but there's four lines of text underneath right the graphics yep oh, which, which sort of yeah, defined a whole genre of game right because there'd be like the picture up top and yeah then yeah that's below it graphical adventures used to just take advantage of that they would uh yeah have a parser at the bottom and then art at the top <clears throat> oh man i wish that i had i don't have i believe that i have printouts of all of the apple two games that i made but i don't have the code like or a the disc output the code yeah. Wow, the printouts. Yeah, I made a golf game in uh, high oh, school. Yeah? yeah, you'd love it. Is it like artillery? Um, I don't remember. It was kind of based on... I added graphics and I think randomly generated courses to the golf game that was in that 101 basic computer games book uh, from Creative Computing Press. I don't remember that one. Did it have like a... what? What? How was the course represented roughly... It just would say what was to your left, what was to your right, and how far the hole was. And I think that there was just like a set of data statements that represented the courses. Yeah. Was it representing it as like a, a 2D map with like... I don't think so. I think that your game state was just what hole are you on? How far are you from it? What is to your left and what is to your right? Oh, wow. And so it's... Yeah. like a you, I think all you were doing was picking a club. Right. So it's like a, a a line through the world and then at various points along the line there would be like you okay now there's a those now there's the rough to your right and the forest to your left or something. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think that maybe 
whether you hooked or sliced would then determine some other state about the ball. Like you're in a sand trap because there was a sand trap on your right and you sliced. Do you guys know what I mean when I say golf meter? Like the, like the bar that, yeah, the yeah. Thing that moves on its own and you have to hit it at a certain point. Yeah. Do you guys know when that was invented for use in golf games? I do not. Mm. The first time I remember ever seeing it was NES golf in like Oh yeah, at mid least at 80s. least back then. So yeah, I don't I don't remember ever seeing anything like that on an, on the Atari. Right. You know, Mule had something kind of like that, hmm. which was early 80s. What for? Some kind of auction thing? I never really learned how to play Mule because I never, I had like a copy of it, but no instructions. That would actually be an interesting assignment for us at some point to figure out a way to play multiplayer Mule. It was a way for people to do like same screen multiplayer. But I remember there was some sort of auction that was just visually represented. Hmm. Is is Mule in, in the same universe as Ogre? I don't know. You're like on the moon. The mules are like robots. Okay. It is m.u.l.e. Yeah. But I don't know that. I mean, no, is like it in the same universe Moses. as Daryl, the data analyzing <laughs> robot youth life form? So any any uh, acronym? Yeah. I really, I uh, I really liked Daryl. Yeah, I read, Darryl I read was the good. books as a kid. Oh, I didn't know there were books. Yeah, and I don't know if they were pre or post movie. Hmm. Um. It could have been just like a, a young a young teen boy series it was. of novelizations. Yeah. Mm. It was well, it, yeah, I don't know if it was novelizations or if they made the movie after. I have no idea. He steals a plane in the movie. Yeah. He drives a car up on two wheels, which he learned from playing like Outrun or <laughs> right. some game that you couldn't actually do that in. Was his friend's name Turtle? That I don't remember. I think his friend's name was Turtle. Was anyway. that also an acronym? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, t- uh, tiny, ugly, redheaded Turtle twit. was his sister. Living. Oh. No. Maybe now I'm now I'm thinking of... Uh, I can't think of a preposition that starts with E. Eternally. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so it's a robot and an immortal. <laughs> Okay, and they fight vampires. Who wh- who was no now what I'm, show now had a sister getting named everything? I, I'm thinking now I'm getting everything all jumbled in my head. Yeah, who was the immortal <laughs> turtle? Okay, turtles never die. Was that his sister? Turtles never say die <laughs> because they can't talk. <laughs> Have you guys been playing any video games? Uh, I played basically no games. I played a little Pokemon, a little Lego Dimensions, and I watched a lot of Doctor Who. Kevin, who's basically a video game, right? No, it isn't. Doctor's not. Not as a doctor's basically a video game. Uh, Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you needed a reply to that. Yeah, that was. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) and yes, and (laughs) oh, next. Uh, I I I did all the objectives in Hitman Go. That was kind of fun. Ooh, were they good? Yeah, you know, um, it's it's definitely. Especially like in the context of thinking about it, in the context of last week's conversation, it's definitely a better puzzle game than Lara Croft Go. But I think I still like Lara Croft Go because I like adventures better than puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you I, like killing spiders better than you like killing like just innocent 
like waspy white people. They're not innocent. You don't think? You don't no. think any of them are innocent? Nope. They're all like, part of if the. If they touch me, I die. You wouldn't wear so. that kind of ascot if you were innocent. <laughs> uh, and I've I've been playing a game called um, I Am Level, uh, which is is it is that a play on I Am Legend? I don't think so. It's, I think it's a well. I think it's because the. I'm actually not sure. Okay. I think it's a reference to like video game levels and also the tilt controls. Huh. Um, it's a game that is like it, it. It takes after the the Spectrum era flip screen platformers with the enemies that are all a single color and like. Just an abstract object. What does flip screen mean? Uh, flip screen as opposed to scrolling. Like, so you go off the edge of one screen, you come onto another. I see. Um, and it's I don't kind think of, I'd ever heard that term before. I might have made it up. Um, and it it it's uh it's a platformer where you there's no jump button, but there's a lot of like pinball plungers in the world. And you push the screen, you touch the screen to activate all the plungers and flippers on the screen. So you move around left, you move left and right by tilting your, your phone. Or if you're playing the, I think the free Unity ver- PC version, then by using the arrow keys. Um, and then you, you jump by like running over one of these plungers and, pu- and activating it. So you are the level. You're a little, Sphere. At least I identify more with the the you, sphere the with sphere the face on the it. Huh. I don't know. I could be the level. It could be a super monkey ball type thing where like the protagonist is actually the world. Okay. But even in Super Monkey Ball, I was like, I know I'm that little monkey in the ball. I don't know. I don't know. It's philosophically, this is getting weird. I mean, you were you. I mean that. I mean. His sister's like little cinnamon bun ears. It's pretty cute. When you're playing pinball, are you the ball? No. No, but the ball doesn't have a face. What if like, it this did? ball what has it? a face. <laughs> okay. Do you only eat animals that don't have faces? <laughs> they don't have faces when I eat them. So you like, won't eat an animal's I, They get face. surgically removed. It's true. Yeah, like I, I pay people to do that for me. <laughs> Yeah, you go down to the surgeon at the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, would you? What have you removed the face from today, Surgeon Saul? Uh, sausage, like that's really doesn't have a face. Yeah, oh, thank God. I mean, sausage what, is just faces what and kind assholes. Of face yeah, would s- face in there. What kind of face would sausage have? Yeah, it'd probably be like depends cute on, googly eyes. Sausage, oh, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you cut like a hot a, dog to look like an octopus. A big lolling tongue. I, I do that all the time. Yeah, sometimes I put faces back on my food, like animal crackers. <laughs> right. Like you use animal crackers to put a face on a ham, and, th- and then I and and then I bite the head off so it can't scream. Do you do that with gummy bears? The gummy bears, I don't consider to like be a shape. I just I just eat them. Huh. Like I mean, clearly, like if I sat and looked at the gummy bear, oh, that's a bear. But like. I I when I'm eating gummy bears that 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 fact is just completely gone from my consciousness. Okay. I can't actually eat goldfish crackers because I feel sorry for them. Oh well. Huh. I don't know. That doesn't trigger with any other animal shaped food. It's not because they taste 
terrible. What? <laughs> yeah, they also suck. It'd be they're, yeah, they're just like good. Cheez Its. They're just shitty. Uh, how do you yeah. feel about Cheez Its, Riff? I like Cheez Its. Just uh, like uh, eating shitty yeah. pennies. Yeah. It does. It tastes like metal. It tastes like you're I eating like little, little iron ingots. So gross. I, okay, I don't like goldfish, but they're definitely. I wouldn't compare them to eating pennies. Well, they're softer. <laughs> sure. And cheaper. Right. I mean, well, I could compare them to eating pennies in in such that, uh, such that like they are superior to eating pennies. That's a comparison. Okay. Did, did you actually? Ma- did you they're make probably up- not cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> did you make up the pennies comparison uh, for a particular reason, or, or did you did you pick a metal because they taste like metal? I think I must have gotten that from you, but okay. now I have just back, like I've, I've filled retroactively filled in all of my memories of okay. eating Cheez-Its with them tasting like metal because yeah. you believe that so strongly. What I don't have is your conviction that uh, freeze-dried apricots taste like rotten eggs. What? Whoa. Yeah, they, they're kind of gross. <laughs> They're not, it's not necessarily freeze dry. Like it's just they're preserved with sulfur or something, right? Like they're. I don't. I think that's just apricots. Zach, that glass of yellow liquid looks. It's tilting towards your laptop, and I would it's, rather it not. It's. Totally I'd rather cool. not see it. Like. Also, why are you peeing into a glass off the edge of the couch? Yeah, there's that too. There, I'll put it on the other edge of the couch. Okay, thank you. Leg. Yeah. I guess that's an arm. So Hitman Go. Yeah. It's uh, it's you know the other thing that uh, pennies have in common with goldfish crackers is that I wish somebody if you drop them off the top of the Empire State (laughs) Building, right? I wish the government would just stop making them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kevin, have you played any video games? Nothing new. Wow. Yeah, it's been a it's been a, a week where I've been doing other things. I have I have continued to play like landsliders some they're they're still doing their like arg thing which i think is just going to last for months it seems like this is a really ambitious arg for a game that did not really get like hyped or doesn't really have doesn't anything seem like to, a lot of traction doesn't seem argy doesn't seem yeah nope. i mean it seems like a lot of people like you are into it because of the arg which i guess you know yeah i like the game well enough by itself but it, it's definitely it just seems very unremarkable sure but I I will still continue to occasionally play like Crossy Road because I think that that's a a good game design you know Landsliders is kind of like that but in more sort of free free axes like Landsliders actually has some interesting skill ceiling stuff Uh, it gets harder as you progress until it becomes so hard that you can't keep going and seeing if you can improve your ability to to make progress is fun. But yeah, I have not I've not played anything new. I I've mostly just been dicking around playing games on my telephone beyond Hearthstone because I'm constantly playing a bunch of Hearthstone. Do you play it on your phone? No. No, I deleted it because I de- like I didn't want to be tempted to play Hearthstone a lot of the time on my phone and also I just don't think it's all that good. Like, it's sort of hard to look at cards on the phone. It's fine on the iPad uh, or, you know, on the desktop computer when you should be working. You should just get a 6 Plus so that your screen is gigantic. Well, I think it's still the phone version of the Hearthstone UI, which I think is just kind of inferior. 
I think it is a game that needs more room than the phone. I guess I've also continued to play a bunch of domino drop. Like, hmm. what I am hoping is that I will eventually get lucky. And because you, Kevin, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend, and Tom Francis, <laughs> and Doglord420 uh-huh. all have high scores that are like three times my highest score. Okay. And it's like all the people that I care about the most are are <laughs> the people who are so much better than me at Domino Drop. And I keep thinking if I just keep playing it, I will get better. <laughs> but it doesn't happen. I don't huh. know what you guys have that I don't have. Maybe they rebalanced the game after we got our scores set. I don't think so. At some point, at some point, I want to sit down with either you or my girlfriend and just play Domino Drop and have either of you just tell me what I'm doing wrong. Like, where would you have put that Domino? There aren't a lot of decisions to make, and it doesn't really seem... Maybe the fact that I got so frustrated with the interface was actually a benefit. Like, I would just accidentally place things because I kept swiping my finger off the screen or whatever. Hmm. So maybe maybe playing randomly is better than playing intentionally. She was she had to update to iOS nine and has been having this thing happen where when you get a notification, it that, turns on yeah. a global gesture thing where swiping left or right will take you to the app that created the notification. Okay. So in the middle of playing Domino Drop, if you get a text and then move the Domino, it drops the Domino and then opens. your messages app that is obnoxious like wherever the domino is yeah so like that seems that seems fucked like that I don't actually mind the controls of domino drop like if I very very rarely accidentally put the domino in the wrong place not that it does me any fucking good to choose (laughs) but yeah maybe uh, our scores are in, in imperial units and yours are metric and it could be I mean it could just also be that you guys are just all way better at this game than I am I just, I mean, you you beat me in uh, Sage Solitaire. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've been playing a little bit of that too. It he it's a he, bunch of updates. Yeah, he put out a that. new mode that is. It basically just you have to be way better at that game than I am to even engage in at all. The like, gambling. You mode. bet like fifty bucks, and then maybe you win like four bucks. Wow. <laughs> no, as I mean, you have to basically get a bunch of good scores and clear a bunch of stacks, like. You just have to be really good at the game, hmm. and I'm not. That, he added like a perma perma death mode. Yeah, right? yeah. Where you just if you get a negative score, you just can never play it again. You never yeah. play that mode again. Oh, that mode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't lock you out of the entire game. Mm. Oh, but uh, the the biggest news on the iOS front, and I just forgot to talk about this last week. Philip Stolenmeyer made a new game called burger right uh, oh, the guy who made pancake yeah. you might remember made a game called burger which uh it's similar to pancake in that your controls are touch the screen or not to move a frying pan but uh there's a cow and a little slice falls out of the cow when you hit the button to move the frying pan and then it lands on your frying pan and then you flip the patty over onto a bun and you're trying to stack up as many physics objects on that bun as you can and there are just all of these unlockable things like every sandwich that you make you get x dollars for x euros based on how how many patties you have patties you've gotten onto it can you select the currency uh no i think it's just it's like a french it's french restaurant themed it plays a nice little uh uh balmousette accordion okay uh theme when you've uh when you finished a sandwich 
and it gives you it's 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 Shay whatever your name is apostrophe E is what the restaurant is called. <laughs> anyway, it's pretty good. You can you unlock different things that you're flipping slices of onto a sandwich, and there's different kinds of bread depending on whether you're doing slices of like a, a pig or a fire extinguisher or the Statue of Liberty <laughs> or shaving cream or a light bulb or slices of a can of chicken noodle soup. It's pretty good. It is a pretty good video game. The, the aesthetics of that game are solid. Yeah, they really, really are. A lot of good, uh, very high contrast color choices. Yeah, it's free. The only shitty thing about it is that it runs these animated ads sometimes. Like whenever a fucking Wendy's ad comes up, huh. the frame rate tanks. That's and hilarious. it just makes me like, th- like, what you want, Wendy's, is you want me to think of you when I think about burgers. And not get angry. You want the opposite of that, right? So this ad campaign is really, really failing. Also, it thinks I'm in Phoenix, which is probably just because of the area code of the phone. Oh, huh. But it's giving me like, hey, come to this Phoenix area Wendy's for a special deal. I'm like, you know, there are certain things I would drive back to Phoenix for, but going to Wendy's is not one of them. Especially if you're going to fuck up the frame rate of my sweet burger game. It really messes you up. Like, to suddenly, in a game like that, that is all about, like, very precise, very muscle memory-driven, repetitive actions, to have the frame rate suddenly tank. I think the solution is just to tap on the ad and go get more information. And then so, you- just find out more about Wendy's? Yeah. Tell me more. And come back and maybe... Comely redheaded stranger? Yeah. <laughs> Woundies? Tell me of the sandwiches of your homeland. Anyway, that's that's all. Do you guys want to talk about the assignment? Sure. Fucking Undertale. Undertale. I think this game is very funny. Yes. I thought it was... It was... I... It, this game had more laugh-out-loud moments for me than anything else in recent memory. I liked all the... I liked all the skeleton jokes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the person... And, I, and I'm getting all the compliments out of the way so I can really dig into how <laughs> horrible the game is later. Um, I... I, I think the person who made this is very good at uh, at comic timing, at like finding interesting places to put surprises, like comic surprises in UI, um, in in battles, in conversations, in like a- other interactions you're having with the game. That stuff is all really well done. Um, and I think the writing is in places very funny. Um, and I think like, usually the joke is on the player, which is my main problem with the game. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I I just mean like, like a lot of the comedy is like, oh, you're annoyed. Oh, you're annoyed again. Oh, you're annoyed again. I like, like the sequences where like a guy keeps calling you and saying obvious things. And, like, even when the writing is funny, it's still just, like, I just want to fucking get to the end of the room. I, this game cost itself so much goodwill with me the first time it revealed that it's a game where just walking around causes fucking random encounters to happen. Like, that is... I could definitely do without the random encounters. That is a thing that should be done away with. 
Like, yeah, I agree with that. That is that is an unacceptable game mechanic in 1999, much less 2015. I I became just infuriated with this game because of the fight at the end of the tutorial, where really it's basically like. All right, here is this character that has just like been set up to be super motherly and super likable and super sympathetic and super friendly to you and is taking care of you. Now, you're suddenly you cannot make progress it seems without having an RPG fight with this woman that you then have to kill. No, you okay. except that you don't. I yes, I, I'll get to that. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to see what happens if you kill this character. And so I'm like, all right, attack, whatever. And it does like 2% of her health in damage. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck this. You're obviously not supposed to do this. You're supposed to figure out some other way around it. All right, I will try talking my way out of it. Did you... Did that thing... Did, and did it just does nothing. Gives did you get the weapon no, upgrade from? I did get the I did get the weapon okay. upgrade. Go on, sorry. And I I understand what's going on with this fight now, and I'm super super pissed. And I think it is fucking lame the way this whole thing works. Really? Yes. Like it is because you start taking less and less damage as you're trying to defend yourself. Yeah. If you if you decide to stick it out rather than concluding that you're supposed to do something else which is what the game communicates to you like 100% well, I mean, it communicates I, that you're supposed to be doing something else and not fighting this thing right sure. because it it like all right this is going to take 100 hits it has, to be it is and i get that i get you, that the game is hinted to you that you that you might need to uh right mercy so, without ha- the character being yellow before the, like the you have to do it 15 fucking times in a row. Yeah, but that becomes that becomes clear after that becomes super clear. It absolutely does not. It so, 100% fucking does not. When I mean when the when the the little segment of the game that's the like uh bullet hell dodging thing like when the objects start avoiding you you're you're not by that point you have to have done the same thing with no feedback like 10 times. No, I get that, that eventually I get that it eventually becomes a, So basically I was like, all right, well I guess I need to just go grind some levels so I can fucking kill this thing because I don't like mercy doesn't work cuz I tried that and it gives you zero fucking meaningful feedback that you're accomplishing Did anything. you so you you, know, you did not try it a second says time? Something a little different every time. Yeah, that that was the thing that was like, oh, okay, I mean, this is actually changing. Yeah. Right. That, well, that the- so so then I'm stupid and that's my problem. But like I then looked up this fight. I looked up the actual details of this fight. I was like, oh, fuck these people. I cannot trust the person who made this to not waste my time. Like, sometimes the right thing to do is going to be to do the same fucking pointless thing 15 times in a row to make progress. So I did that. I did that. I got through that non-lethal point, of the, the non-lethal version of that fight because I didn't want to kill this character that I liked. Then I found, I get to the fucking flower who makes me feel guilty about everything that I did kill. And then, hey, wait, here's some fucking hilarious skeleton font jokes. And it's just like, fuck you. Fuck you, game. Like, you don't get to be... You can't do that with tone. Like, you can't be like Spec Ops the Line meets Airplane. Like, it just <laughs> doesn't, you, it doesn't work. 
Like I so so then I was like, all right, well, f- j- fuck you. I'm just gonna, like so I start. I'm like I'm gonna start over and I'm gonna kill fucking everything. So I tried that and it was boring. Do the do you still have just as many random encounters? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I knew how to solve all the puzzles in the initial tutorial. I barely got past that fight anyway because it just uh, God, man, I hate this game. Like I, I, I don't, I can't point to like aesthetic choices that I disagree with, but I just, I feel 100% confident that I do not want this person who made this game to like choose what any of my experiences are like. I'm, what I guess I never had a moment where I felt like the game was trying to be very serious with me. Like yeah, everything has either. everything has it, been very much in levity. Even like even talking that, about like, the families of the the monsters I, that you killed. I didn't I, kill anything, so that no, they, they totally try for the gravitas. Like especially especially at the end. Um, I I do think this game tries and sort of succeeds to have it both ways. I, 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 I didn't feel the tonal jarring that you, you were talking about, but possibly that was just like that. I, I did just guess that you're supposed to just, to just stick it out and keep uh, not fighting this person. And, and the it, flower seems like it's, it's being designed to be the thing that is your primary nemesis in the game right. or something, you know, like, so like they they want you to, to have reasons to hate that character. So don't make it like your Jewish mother. Make it a thing that you don't like because of what it does, not a thing that you don't like because of what you've done. Hmm. Man, yeah. Well, the the flower does a lot of like trying to convince you that you're a bad person. Um, and, and in fact, like, if you're not a bad person trying to like get you to act like a bad person, I'm not really sure what its motivations are other than like, maybe it's just, maybe it's just like how people who don't really have a moral compass tend to like assume nobody else does either. That might be what it was going for there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I liked this game a lot better than you did, I guess. Well, I mean, partly... I don't want to play a game that is going to just make me feel bad for engaging with one set of systems that it provides while encouraging me to engage. And, and like the way that I want to play games, which is as a good person requires me to just play like a really, really boring and arbitrary bullshit conversation puzzle over and over and over and over again. The, the repetition started to grate on me. Yeah, especially with the random encounters. I think those could have just go away entirely. Yeah. Um, like I never had very like, many of them at all. They're the, all over the place. Riff. They were I like mean, they're I, around, I, I, but I, I'm not saying it was free. In of objective them, but terms, like, it wasn't that many, but like it was too many. Yeah. It was like if they had had one of each of those characters, well, you could meet. Were you walking up like to it, every object and trying to see if it was something you could get a funny little sentence about? Or yeah, pretty much. Huh. And I, I mean. I, I did get a bunch of random encounters, but it never felt it never felt like an overload of them. But you're getting nothing out of them. Like the, like when you when gold. you solve it the conversation way, it's nothing but a waste of your time. You get gold. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, get I, gold which you I, need because you have because you need that f- to I even enjoyed each one the first time, like the 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 conversation puzzle that that 
that you the interaction that you have with each of these enemies is amusing the first time you meet them. Yeah, the first time and maybe like the second time you can see what what the other options are cuz sometimes yeah. there's yeah. some humor in those. I just this just feels like if the non-lethal playthrough is as you described so much harder, it's like imagine if Wolfenstein instead of just calling you a baby if you wanted to play it on easy made you play as a Nazi if you wanted to play it on easy. <laughs> Like, it's just not like. I maybe I yeah, had I an easier time than most people do with this because I play a lot of shmups. But like, I played pacifist all the way through, and well, except for the part where like at the end it forces you to not play pacifist for some reason. Like, and I was reading about this later, and apparently it's not possible to do a pacifist run your first time through, which like. Wow, really? That's also complete fuck you. Fucking I mean, bullshit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fuck this game. Um I think this game is really funny. Yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. I haven't finished it yet. I'm stuck on a on a boss partway through. I don't actually I, even I think know this how game am, is but. longer than it needs to be. Like I wanted to finish it because I had heard it was pretty short and it really towards the end really dragged on. Like I, I didn't think it was. Um, I, I, I probably would have enjoyed it more if I hadn't been rushing through, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but like I, all these conversations that like, I, I mean, first of all, I, I personally have very little patience for that story delivery mechanism of like text appearing one letter at a time. You can skip that. Though. Sometimes you can. You can skip that. You hit sometimes cancel it just makes the whole thing appear. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it. It. it uh, some places they disable that for effect. Ah. Uh, okay. Um, that's annoying. And like, I didn't really care that much about the backstory. Like, there's this whole sequence where you're walking past a bunch of signs telling you the history of the world, and I read two of them, and it's like I I don't care about this. You you haven't made me care about this. Um. And and a lot of it is just like if you show me too much text in a game, my eyes just glaze over. Um, and so that's me personally. Hmm. Like, and like no matter how good the text is, like I, I I want. I was playing this game, and there were people yammering at me, and some of it was funny, but mostly I was just thinking, okay, stop talking so I can get to the good part of the game. Um, and then later I found out the writing was the good part of the game. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like that is the good part of the game, man. So, God damn it. <laughs> you got to you got to be willing to to engage with with what it's going for. Yeah. I liked the ending a lot. Um the ending that I got, which was apparently not the pacifist ending, but like it was very well, I, I don't. If, if nobody here has done it, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but I, it was it was super interesting. How far through the game is the fight with the second training dummy in the sewer? Um, I barely remember that. Probably three quarters. Okay. Uh, the Mac version for does the Mac version doesn't have controller support because of some lameness that, in Game Maker. That's a bummer. Yeah. So it's some lame maker. Yeah, yeah, lame maker. So I'm 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 struggling to beat that guy. I can like dodge all his attacks except for like the final wave and he creams me. Are you are you playing pacifist? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like there are a couple of monster attacks that you simply can't dodge. 
there are some that are like really unintuitive. Like for example, in some fights, you just get the ability to shoot. Oh yeah. Uh, you can press the 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 um the enter the the, the action, action button and huh. fire uh fire upwards. Okay. Um, uh, in some of them, like, does it tell you when you can do that? Yeah, there it's it's telegraphed. It is. Um, and there are some attacks that, um, if they're blue, right. it doesn't hurt you if you're stationary it's because of the blue stop signs. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if they're orange, it doesn't hurt you if you're moving. So you guys all figured out the non-lethal toriel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So okay, so the way my experience with it was, it was annoying, but I, I did it. I fled twice. I went back. I went back up to the room, got the like message to like you. You know, you need to go. I like went a bunch of other places, and then I finally went back, and I was like, okay, this seems like this is the only thing that I can do. And so then I was like, well, okay, what happened? Maybe I should let her try to. Maybe I should let her kill me, right? But she doesn't. She can't, and she won't, right? Because the 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 her little projectiles just avoid you. And I'm like, okay, well, something I then there must be some way for me to get out of this fight, right? And that's when I just was like trying everything. That like I tried the talk option to, so, till it just stopped giving me a new thing, and then that's when I tried the mercy thing just over and over again. I was like, oh, okay, it is actually giving me different messages. So you just do that as much as you need. So like it was the thing that I tried happened to work and that was just seeing okay well maybe she's supposed to kill me and that's how i progress right so that like that was just the next thing i was trying one thing that i read was that if you kill that uh you kill the goat and then you reset and you don't kill the goat the flower gives you shit for having killed the goat in a previous game wow yeah that was that was was notable about the about the demo before the full game came out was that it, it it remembered stuff that you had done in previous playthroughs like that yeah. and commented on it. I, and there's a whole bunch of weird stuff like that, which is something I didn't really engage with at all. Um, and if I had more patience for this kind of game, I probably would, I could really, really get into. Um, I, I wondered a little bit about whether any of the like, choices you made or actually branched the game in any meaningful way i don't know about like any large way but i know that it is reactive to things that you do right but you can't trust it to be reactive in a way that makes any fucking sense or a way that like doesn't just treat you like shit for a decision you made (laughs) yeah yeah i wonder if maybe if they had locked you in the room so that you didn't become have convinced the that the you needed to have like to find something else to figure out some trick right and and it was just my assumptions that i brought into the fight saying it's not going to make me hit them a hundred times to win this fight so like obviously this is a fight i'm not supposed to be in it does not want me to kill this person it doesn't seem like it's giving me the ability to kill this person so i'm supposed to do something else but like the fact that the thing that you're supposed to do is the same unrewarded combat action 15 times in a row is like, that is just unconscionable puzzle design. I, I mean, I remember like, because she continues to react to what you're doing. And that's, that's a trick that like I, I constantly use when making decisions in games. Like if you, if you do something over and over again and the game gives you different reactions each time, that is a clue that, 
you should keep doing it. I mean, I I was pretty regularly talking to things until their dialogue trees were exhausted. So do you try everything twice? Like just by default, you try everything a, twice. A all lot of the time? like if I yeah. expect that that it could have another reaction, yeah, I do. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I tried all the. I mean, I I got to the end of each of the like telephone trees when you say the same thing i could not imagine a more boring experience of playing a game than doing everything twice just in case it does something different the second time around well if i'm stuck i'm definitely going to do everything twice if if it's if it's i mean i there were a lot of things that i did in this game that were not like what i would do if i were playing it in a leisurely way if i were playing it like much more if i if i had been playing it at my own pace instead of trying to finish it for the assignment i would have probably done a lot more like exploring and a lot more trying various things to see to find interesting reactions i I talked to everything until it repeated the same thing a second time yeah i'm curious if i would have been so angry about this if it hadn't been so hyped up like i don't oh yeah that i I don't think so it is a little odd that it is regarded so that is, yeah that's mystifying to me highly like i really don't get that like i, I think it's funny i think it's funny goes a long way and i i think it's funny perception. it's funny in a way that games most games aren't capable of being yeah. like in terms of it being fine-tunedness but like that's not that's not enough i don't think to get so. the reaction that people are uh, there i i had gotten the sense that it was more of a uh, of a zeitgeist, it, it really might be like just that. This is really uncharitable. <laughs> that um, people who play nothing but JRPGs are finding here's a game that is somewhat clever and innovative within that genre, and, and they're just glad to have something new to do. <laughs> right. Well, I don't think that's I don't think that's a big enough group <clears throat> of people to account for. Yeah, maybe for, not. For well, I mean, it's possible that nobody else is getting. playing it, right? Like, maybe those are the only people that are reviewing it or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this. I like, It's a really interesting phenomenon to me, and I would I would love to have a conversation with somebody who... who, Well, I, I, frankly, I, I feel the same way about the... Sta- not the Stanley Parable, but um, the Beginner's, Beginner's Guide. Guide. Like, I want to talk to somebody who was really into it. Like I have my hypotheses and I I like, I have my, like I've read essays, but I haven't had conversations. Hmm. Beginner's guide definitely sort of spoke to people on different levels. And I wonder if undertale has that same feature or Hmm. no, Hmm. like, was it just that people found it funny and are that, carries them through any of any negative feelings they have because i definitely like well i i i don't think most like i don't think the people who liked it had the negative feelings about it they didn't have any you don't think they had any i I think the people who like it really resonated with probably just instantly got the the systems Hmm. you know and and probably it it would help to be more rpg literate than i am rpgl yeah that's a that sounds like a programming language invented in the seventies. Yep. Rift, did you play the GPL? Right. Yeah. Rift, did you play or did you end up playing uh, the Beginner's Guide? No, but somebody linked me on uh, Twitter what what they considered to be the best possible uh, let's play of it. So I'll be watching that probably tonight. Okay. Then we can talk about it next week. 
<clears throat> so I want you guys to play Wasteland 2. And the, the Wasteland 2 cut. director's cut just came out, so this is a good time to play Wasteland 2. We're probably going to do it as a two-week assignment because it's pretty long. And uh, it's, I don't know, I am curious to see. <clears throat> it's an RPG that I like a lot. Yep. Is, uh, is it okay if we play the not director's cut? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. I don't know why you would. Uh, I think because it costs more money. I've already got the I've already got the the not director's cut from the Kickstarter. Oh well, then you um, I never yeah, play you just get, the director's cut. Just appears in your Steam library. You, yeah. All right, then I'll just play that one. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was a it was a free update. Okay, uh, when I think of director's cut, I think of like it's an HD remake or something. Right, or it's like the goatee edition. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they made the decision to call it that. They changed it to that over time. As opposed to just like like you know, one letter at a time, one point one or whatever. <laughs> director's ka. Yeah, it was the director's. Uh, it's gross. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, thanks. Um, all right, guys. Uh, Kevin, if somebody wanted to send us a listener's mail question for the listener's mail segment that we have done in one hundred and forty percent of our shows, how would they do that? They would go to our website, videogameshotdog.com, and find the form that they can submit comments and questions to you know what that means zach is that we need to keep doing the listener's mail section after we stop doing the show yeah sure why not we started beforehand all right all right sold we have been doing it since the beginning of time gentlemen it has been an Only honor and 40 percent to serve this episode of this podcast <laughs> like the soft serve kentucky goodness it is, is it, uh, in one of those silver like don't under the silver dome that you lift up and there's a Soft serve there. Mm-hmm. Just soft serve soft podcast. Serve soft serve Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky podcast. Yeah. And I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you do, keep your armpit on the nightstand and keep smashing the dresser. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great week, everybody. Maybe she can turn her office hours over to the spider. 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 <laughs>